a good morning, my friends. <coughs> you know, uh, that's, of course, the uh, music of the road crew. Let's give the Joe and Woody and the boys a big hand there. You know, I, I really am grateful for their uh, contribution to Jim Hinckley's America. Most appreciated. Can't say enough about their music, roadcrew66.com. Check out their little ditty about uh, called Under the Neon. Well, if that doesn't get you a little bit of nostalgia, put a tear in your eye, good music. Well, it is Friday. It's time for some uh, updates and uh, to get to your questions, messages, emails, and see if we can help you get the road trip underway. Uh, let's see, where do we start today? What do we got coming up on the podcast? Well, it's funny you should ask. Uh, Tuesday morning, we're going to be talking with Austin Coop of Tulane America. We're going to be talking about road trips, uh, tourism in the post-COVID world, Route 66. Kind of should be an interesting discussion. Uh, Wednesday, tentatively, we should have uh, photographer extraordinaire Jim Livingston from Amarillo, Texas, a guest. He's got an interesting project, I Am Route 66. I look forward to talking to Jim. He's always a lot of fun and uh, just an all-around great fella. <coughs> okay, next, what do we have here? Well, Jack has a question. Uh, we've had this question a few times, but best Route 66 event. Well, there's quite a few. Birthplace of Route 66 event in Springfield, Missouri, is superb. And uh, the Route 66 International in uh, Springfield, Illinois, is superb. Uh, Route 66 Fun Run, that's a pretty darn good one. 160-mile block party held the first weekend in May every year. Uh, any of those events would probably be really uh, pretty exciting, pretty good. Well, here's a name that I can sure uh, shouldn't have any trouble remembering, Jim. Jim's got one. He wants to know about the panel truck we're putting together. Well, it's a 51 Chevy, but it's, uh, as most of these old trucks over the years, it's had a few different owners and uh, different ideas on what the truck should be, but pretty much stock, but uh, I'm going to make it a driver. Uh, it's going to be a rolling Route 66 information center, rack cards, visitors, guides, things of that nature. And uh, we're going to be also expanding our programs, so it'll be our live stream studio for programs on the road. Uh, it's quite an undertaking. We're going to be uh, looking for some sponsors, depending heavily on our crowdfunding initiative, which is uh, Jim Hinckley on the Patreon platform, if you want to be a part of history. Uh, let's see what we've got here. Well, Mr. Steve. Hmm. <coughs> uh, Tombstone, Arizona. You know, it's a place everybody should see at least once, but uh, I guess I'm kind of, I've been in the West a little too long. It's, it's more for tourists. It's uh, more Disneyland than authentic. It's still some place you should see. But if you're in the neighborhood, continue south and go down to Bisbee. Uh, if you really want some authentic type Western old towns that, uh, granted, they've been modernized, but they still have that feel, check out places like uh, Pinas Altos, north of Silver City, New Mexico. Uh, I sure, sure hope that the uh, Steakhouse and uh, Opera House have survived. They date back to about the 1860s, and I hope they've survived COVID. Uh, that, that whole area is really, really intriguing. Well, let's see here what we have. Mr. Henry, 
Uh, well, no, uh, it's, I'm hoping it'll be phase one for the Kingman, uh, Arizona narrated self-guided historic district walking tours. It's scheduled to be debuted on May 27th, the National Road Trip Day. I'll keep you posted as that progresses. Uh, Josh, uh, excellent question. Uh, California is pretty tough. I'll tell you, this whole COVID thing has just created a a swirl of confusing, frustrating uh, regulations, if you will. Best thing I can recommend if you plan in the next month to travel to uh, Wrong Route 66 in California, carry a face mask, have your vaccination card, and just suck it up. I know it's frustrating, and uh, but it's the best we can do. It's just uh, it's just maddening. And without it, well, you're going to find yourself excluded from a lot of things. Uh, Galen. Well, it's on, that's another great question. Uh, yeah, Amtrak, I haven't done it, and I'm not sure what uh, how the regulations are with COVID. Everything's like that. It seems like it's a big question mark. But, uh, yeah, Amtrak, you just got to adjust your expectations. It's, uh, I've heard, but the best way I've heard it put, my dearest friend said it was kind of like a slumber party for a couple hundred people she'd never met before. Uh, but we've taken the train, uh, from Kingman to Chicago is pretty much nonstop, about 36 hours, and, uh, just slept in our seat. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a different way of travel, but I, I would recommend it. Yeah. Uh, I've never done a, you know, coast to coast three or four days on the train. That might be a bit much, but, uh, definitely a, you know, a day or two, you can have a lot of fun on the train. Sure. Well, Damon, uh, what we have here, <coughs> uh, I highly recommend if, uh, if you're a seasoned traveler, but especially if you're a novice, check out Route 66 Navigation app. Uh, that is the best I have found for keeping you on the road, giving you uh, the mo- uh, current information best possible, a little bit of event information. Got a great point of interest file. That's going to have to be all updated, and I've talked to Marion Pavel, the developer. Uh, that's in the works for this year. But uh, it's pretty accurate, and it definitely will keep you on the road. Uh, and while you're at it, when you order that or, or download your app, check into locations where you can get a Route 66 passport. Uh, it'll enhance your fun. It really will. Uh, stop at the different locations, get a stamp and a souvenir. And the, the, the magic of Route 66 is in the people, the people you meet. And as a result, you... Uh, the, the passport will open some doors, get you into some really, really fun things. Well, Sultan, uh, I don't have a lot of information on that. Roman Rich is behind that project. He is the president of the uh, Missouri Route 66 Association. And he's uh, the Shamrock Motel. I know there's going to be a, he's very ambitious. He's quite the go-getter. Fascinating young man. Uh, ambitious. 
And uh, the Shamrock Court are in Sullivan, Missouri. As far as I know, the uh, official sign lighting is in March. I'll see if I can get that information for you. Grand opening, I think, is uh, next year, but I uh, have to check on that, too. It's going to be a welcome addition to the Route 66 uh, community and a, a great addition for Route 66 travelers. <clears throat> Steve wants to know about traveling Route 66 in, a, in an RV. A lot depends on the size of the RV. Uh, there's only a few places where you really have trouble if you get into a large Class A motorhome. Uh, there's some places in New Mexico, like uh, an underpass. You're not going to make it. You have to do some planning ahead, and you can find information of that in uh, Jerry McClanahan's Easy 66 Guide. And one definite no-no for a Class A motorhome is the stretch of road from the pre-52 alignment from Kingman uh, through the Black Mountains up over Oatman and down to the Colorado River. It, it's just, you, you don't do that. Just don't do it. You're going to end up getting yourself hurt or somebody else. And it, it's just, uh, it's the road is not made for that kind of travel. So uh, if, if you're towing a car, camp in Kingman or on the Colorado River, Needles, somewhere down there, Fender's RV, uh, Fender's River Resort and RV Park, uh, and then drive. But don't, don't take a motorhome up through there. Overlooked exhibit. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that's really surprising. Is uh, at the very end of Santa Monica Pier, a lot of people stop, as they should, to talk to Ian Bowen there at uh, Dan Rice's shop, last stop on 66. Uh, I think that's what they, uh, let's see, what do they call it there? It's a little kiosk on the, on the pier. Uh, yeah, Ian's a fantastic fella. But go a bit further, and I think it's called the Last Stop Shop out on the very end of the pier, Mandy, Manny Mendelson. And I'm surprised how many people don't make it that far. They make it to Ian and Dan's kiosk, get a, their certificate, and uh, they don't go any further. But if you go all the way out to the end of the pier, there's a great memorial there uh, to Bob Waldmeyer, display of his work and some other, other things. And uh, I really recommend that. And while we're on the subject, I, I get this question a lot, which I'm really surprised. Uh, Santa Monica Pier is not actually on Route 66. It's several blocks from the Western Terminus. But let's face it, if you've driven all the way across the country, now who's going to just stop there and not go out to the pier, see the ocean, and celebrate with some excitement? At the original Western Terminus there at Lincoln and Olympic, you've got uh, uh, Mel's Diner really a great place. And I better clarify that because some purists will get on me. That's not the original Western Terminus, but it was the Terminus of Route 66 after 1937. The original Western Terminus was downtown Los Angeles at 7th and Broadway, uh, down in the historic theater district. Ah, Margaret. Ah, well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> haven't had this one before. I don't think you and your wife are going to have any trouble. Uh, Margaret and her wife are planning a Route 66 trip from, they're from uh, France. And they're apprehensive about uh, troubles because, well, being a lesbian couple. Hmm. I don't think you're going to have any little problems. Uh, just, just like any place. 
you'll probably get some odd looks once in a while from people, but uh, people along Route 66 are, are, are generally, they're, they're friendly. And uh, they just like to help people have a good time and enjoy the trip and uh, just relax, enjoy the adventure. What do we got here? We got time for one more, I guess. How about this one from Matthew? This is pretty interesting. Uh, talking about uh, must stop restaurants in Chicago. So I got two for you, uh, two recommendations. And, uh, of course, in a city the size of Chicago, there's hundreds of recommendations we could make. But uh, uh, the Berghoff the restaurant in Chicago is one I highly recommend. Been there since 1898. It's down in the Loop District. It started out with a, uh, a nickel glass of beer and a free sandwich lunch place. It's a, it's a family-owned restaurant, authentic German food first-rate American cuisine, and uh, just a great, great experience. And uh, another one I recommend is Lou Mitchell's. Uh, that's kind of a traditional uh, breakfast stop for Route 66 travelers. Well, I hope that answers a few of your questions. And, uh, well, we'll do this again on Monday. Don't forget, Friday is our uh, mail-in. We'll answer your questions. So just drop us your questions and uh, see what we can get done. I hope you enjoyed today's program. We'll uh, hope you found it informative. Uh, very good. And we'll see if we can. Uh... Don't forget, Sunday morning, Coffee with Jim, our live stream program on our Facebook page. Well. Until we meet again, mi amigos, vaya con Dios. Say hello to a new friend <coughs> on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America